Welcome to the Musa Stories Podcast, delivering short, compelling stories designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. Hello, children, and welcome to Rebbe's Musa Stories. This is for Pasha's boy. The plague of Borod was over. Egypt looked like it had been bombed. And it was. Every tree was busted apart by these bombs of ice and fire. And the crops were severely damaged. But now, three weeks later, the trees are starting new green growth and still all of the wheat and spelt bounced back. And they're growing quite nicely until Marcus Arbe, locust, now, maybe you've seen nature videos of swarms of locusts in Africa, but this one was extraordinary. Nothing ever like it. But before I describe the Arbe, let me ask you, how does it work that on a cloudy day, you can still see outside, but the sunlight is blocked? You can't see the sun. The answer is because clouds are made of water droplets. They glow when the sun shines on top of them. The clouds make an even nice glow across the countryside. But what if the clouds are made of locusts? Locusts don't glow. Moshe stretched his stick over Mitzrayim, and Hashem made a wind blow. An east wind blew all day long and all night afterwards. And in the morning, the Pasuk says, The Ruach Kodim no so es ho'arbe. The east wind Carried in the locust. Remember this, Pasa kids. The Ruach Kodim Nosa Esa Arbe, the east wind. Okay, so Hashem sent in his air force, a cloud of 10 trillion locusts. I'm making up that number. And Hashem sent in his foot soldiers, a troop of 10 trillion locusts, marching and jumping, invading Egypt. The Arbe blocked the sunlight. The sky became dark as night, spreading darkness in the sky from the east. And there were so many locusts on the ground that there wasn't enough room for all of them. So they piled on top of each other. There was a locust carpet so thick that you couldn't see the floor. And these little critters were hungry. Tell me, kids, do you think that there's enough food for the Arba in Egypt? There wasn't enough. But the first course of their meal was all the green growth out in the fields and the fruit on the trees. So the wheat that the Egyptians were relying upon for their bread that year was gone. After eating up the fields, the locusts were still hungry. Where else could they find food? So trillions of locusts started to attack the houses they were smelling food coming from the houses. The Mitzrim surely tried to keep the Arba out of their houses. They weren't able to because the Arba were crawling and flying through the cracks. There's food in the pantries and in the cabinets and in the bread baskets. The Egyptians were panicking now. Ah, we're all going to starve to death. Paro also, he needed to act quickly before there's nothing left. Call in Moshe and Aaron. They came into the palace. 
I sinned. Please forgive me just this one more time. Please, before we all die. Now pray to Hashem to stop this moves. Pray your heads off. They did. Moshe and Aaron davened so intensely like there was no tomorrow. And the Arba plague began to go away. How? How did it happen that the Arba plague stopped? So the Pasuk says, And Hashem switched the direction. Hashem, Ruach Yom, a westerly wind. That's the opposite wind that brought in the Arba. Ruach Kadim, remember, brought in the Arba. Ruach Yom brought out, started to blow out the opposite direction. Chazak Me'od, very strong. This westerly wind was very strong, not like the easterly wind. Now kids, the east wind that brought in the locust did not need to be very strong. But to get the Arba out of there, the wind needed to be very strong. Why? There are many explanations for this. My second grade class in South Africa came up with five different answers. You can think about it, but I'll give you one possibility. We find that the Makos were smart, like the frogs. They talked to each other. So it could be that the Arba were sent in to eat all the food in Egypt in order to kill the Egyptians in a starvation. Since they were told by Hashem, they had a sort of mitzvah to do the Mako. The Arba wanted to do this mitzvah. They didn't need a strong east wind to bring them in because on their own, they were eager to fly in for the sake of Hashem's mitzvah. But to interrupt their mitzvah? They didn't want to interrupt their mitzvah. The Arba weren't happy. The Arba had to stop it. They had to leave Egyptians with some food, but didn't want to leave the Makkah undone. The Arba didn't want to go. So Hashem needed to turn around the wind and make it super strong in order to blow all those Arba clear out of Egypt. That's why it was a Ruach Yom Chazat Mi'od, a westerly wind, very strong. I imagine a sort of tornado that spins the Arba into a giant ball, let's say the size of New York City, and then plunged it into the Yamsuf. Imagine the waves on that one, like a roly-poly man doing a belly flop into a swimming pool. <laughs> what a splash. For more stories, visit our website, mostofstories.com. Ve yati toy toy da toy da si